0: I'm not sure what's going on. It's 1021 p.m. It's pretty late. There's a couple police officers close by. So I'm walking the other direction. I just knew there was one more episode, dude. Just one more episode in me that needed to get out there. And it's so easy to be like, dude, like the podcast, Flex of Gold podcast had like, you know, 20 downloads last month or whatever. It's like God doesn't care. He's looking at the heart. He's looking at desire. He's looking at intention. He's looking at love. He's looking at what we do with what he, we give him. And I'm trying to give him as much as I possibly can. I really am. Like, you know, I've had a plenty of moments over the last couple of weeks. I'm like, I don't know what else I can give him. Like, I feel like I've given him basically everything. It's like, you know, very similar to the mission in that way. Like on the mission, I learned... So much about you can always sacrifice more as far as like, you know, giving him more of your time and your thoughts and, you know, just the day to day, the little details like he's aware of all of that. So I'm going to talk a little bit about tender mercies today because that's something the Lord definitely has put in my heart as far as recognizing those appreciating those like those are the things that help us be cured from spiritual blindness. when We don't think that God's looking out for us like those tender mercies are like so designed for us, tailored towards us and our growth and our development and really just to keep us our vision alive, right? Because Proverbs 29, 18 says where there's no vision the people perish. The opposite is of course that where there's vision the people live. One thing that the Lord does for me is he gives me dreams. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like that was a crazy dream. Cause it'll be like it'll feel like an actual movie and I'm like running around and all this crazy stuff happens and it's wild and I wake up and I'm like, have excitement for life. Or, you know, I've had times where people share scriptures with me in dreams and whatever, and I'm like, whoa, this is so weird. But yeah, it's it's beautiful. So, the Lord will always provide tender mercies to help us in the time of opposition. There's that one scripture in Hebrews ten, I think it's thirty, maybe thirty or thirty one. It's like after you you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of afflictions. You were prepared for this. So you can trust the Lord that he's going to help you out. All right, now we have the scripture, 1 Nephi one twenty. And when the Jews heard these things, they were angry with him. And remember, this the context is that Lehi is in Jerusalem. Lehi is telling that Jerusalem is going to be destroyed. You have, I believe it's Ezekiel is in prison. Babylon, the Babylonians are taking over all of this area. And Jerusalem does get end up getting destroyed. And this is before Lehi and his family go to the Americas. This is all in the Book of Mormon, which... You know, I love the Book of Mormon. Like, I surely have a testimony of it, how it goes along with the Bible. I mean, you can definitely look it up and read along with me or whatever. It's, it's just one of those things. Like, I feel like for sure the Spirit has testified of it to me. And it's just, I don't know. It's like, don't even make it any more complicated than that. It's like, this is what I believe. Th- this is how I feel the Lord has definitely reached out to me, getting to know my Savior better. And, and there you go. It's made such a difference in my life, having the Book of Mormon to help with my testimony of Christ and of the Bible. So with that said, yeah, they were angry with him. Yay, even as with the prophets of old, whom they had cast out and stoned and slain, and they sought his life, they might take it away. Again, we're going back to the life thing, how they didn't want him to have vision. They wanted to take away his life. They didn't want him to do any more preaching. They wanted the preaching to stop. But behold, I, Nephi, will show you I'll show unto you that the tender mercies of the Lord are over all those whom He hath chosen because of their faith to make them mighty, even unto the power of deliverance. You look at the Book of Mormon and you look at the Bible, and a lot of it is you see these stories where the Lord does reach out through these tender mercies and He's saying, Hey, I'm still here. This doesn't make logical sense, but I am going to provide all these fish or I'm going to provide all of this whatever. Like I'm going to have bread fall from the sky or whatever man I was. You know, I, I imagine it wasn't as lucrative as bread but you know it's the Lord's bread and there's always symbolism in that right the Lord was always teaching that helping them understand more that he was there he was close by you know and the thought that came to mind was like in the moment of greatest need you can look to the Lord and you can know with 100% certainty that something something is going to happen if you Look to him if you trust him because there is always going to be opposition. So like if you feel extremely tempted or whatever it might be, know that the Lord has some kind of tender mercy prepared. He has them. It's reaching out to those people. It's kind of sometimes it's like letting go of any feeling that you have in the moment because your feelings are going to change. So if you're feeling like a bummer or whatever, I've, I've seen this a lot. I've felt this before, you know, it's like, feel like a bomber or whatever and then every situation is different of course but like not too long ago I think it was actually this week I saw something I didn't really like on my screen and I'm like bro that's not what I was looking for and I, I just literally was like I'm done so I was like I was working on a medium article of all things and then just yeah I was looking for a good picture and just yeah saw something I didn't want to see and I'm like okay that's it so I just shut the computer and it's all, it's so easy. Like you can have all these feelings like, oh, you are the worst person ever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no fam, I am good. (laughs) Like I literally like turned it off. Like I literally ended it. And I, I went into the bathroom and I got on my knees and I prayed and I was like, here I am. You know, that was, that was foolish. You know, there's things I could have done better and you know, blah, blah, blah. And maybe I was a little bit you know, a little bit, uh what's the word? Just a little lax, maybe a little too lax because you can't afford to get lax, especially spiritually lax. Spiritually lax is a laxative. That is waxative. That is not cool. We just made up another word, maxative. laxative. There we go, waxative. It's fun. We make up new words, so follow the podcast if you want to hear that. More new words all the time, randomly. But yeah, it's like... And yes, and then I just, I didn't like feel like immediately like completely overcome with love or anything. But I felt like, you know, it's just like, good job. Like, I don't know, you, you did it. Like, this is it. Like, this is overcoming the natural man. This is switching the channel to something else. Because the Lord's channel is always playing and Satan's channel is always playing. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to switch to the Lord's channel. And sometimes it's really hard to tune into, you know. Lord's frequency, for frequency or whatever. But this is my testimony is that the Lord is always trying to lift you. Always trying to get you to higher ground. And I've seen this so many times. It's like, because sometimes we're like, okay, this is what higher ground to me looks like right now. is just to like survive. It's just to get through this thing. But I've had times where the Lord takes me from temptation to like a mountain of bliss, more or less. Sort of like what Nephi was talking about in First Nephi 11, where he gets brought up to this mountain. He sees things he's never seen. Like, I've had that kind of experience in the last couple months where it's like, the Lord's like, you know, that like, here you go. Like, here's some really good stuff because you're here and your eyes are not closed to the spiritual stuff. Because when we are, when we do focus on the carnal stuff, it's like our our spiritual sense is dull. We're not as able to see this stuff. And so we'll see like a tree and be like, yeah, it's a tree. But like sometimes when we're like in the spirit it's like how it's talked about in the scriptures. And I I need to do some kind of study on that because yeah, that that's that's super fascinating stuff to me like stuff you see in the spirit and whatever. But like you might look at the tree and be like that's God's love. I don't, I don't know. You know what I what I'm t- saying and what I will echo and you can write this down, you can whatever. It's like God will provide safety in your storm and he'll provide some kind of mighty tender mercy in your greatest temptation it could even be this podcast episode like he'll provide something and it'll be tailored to you and you can know for sure that he's looking out for you and you can know that he is so aware of you and any struggle you've had is nothing compared to the mercy and the glory that he's ready to bestow or that he's going to bestow upon you like Romans 8 18 and Romans eight twenty eight too is like all things that work together for those who love God so if, like if you're trying to love God and you are learning and you're growing and changing it's like you just take it a day at a time it's like you're good you know it's like with me being on this road to endless virtue thing and completely shunning like pornography and thought poison because all that stuff throws your energy and whatever out the window and masculinity and all it just just, i don't know it confuses the heck out of you for one thing just i don't know being exposed to all these different opinions and whatever and just yeah half truths and all that garbage it's just really nice when your brain feels like it's yours and you feel like the lord is has space there you know i've really felt that difference in the last nine days it's not like i I like ever like wanted to run into this stuff. I'd always, I'd find it and I'd fall into it. It didn't even happen that many times, but now I understand myself so much better. I understand about, you know, love and stuff better from studying God who is literally love, right? The God of love and all these things. He's the one who puts these amazing partnerships together. He's the one who puts all these amazing couples together, all these crazy dream team people. He's the one who does that, Satan doesn't do that. Satan doesn't do anything that's good, nothing. Yeah, it just blows my mind, but like, you know, I think of my parents kind of a dream team. Like he obviously made that happen. And, you know, Elder and Sister Holland, that's another dream team I think of. And they definitely put that together <laughs> and he's, he's, he's aware. Of your struggle, he's aware of what's coming up next. I think that's probably the most humbling part of it. Is sometimes I've you know, I've I I get to the other side more or less I'm like, man, like I could have just been a little bit more patient with myself because I didn't have to say any of that bad stuff I said about myself. Like I was doing just fine, it was just in my mind. But in those tender mercies, like you get lifted. And Satan will be like, oh, you're weak for wanting to listen to that Christian music or for wanting to talk to that person. Like, dude, get behind me, dude. You don't know what it's like to live like a mortal life. You don't. And you don't know what it's like to do all this stuff. And you can't do any good things. So stop. Get behind me. So we went a little deeper than I was planning on going. And that's completely fine. The Lord knows what we all need to hear and what we all yeah, I just knew there's one other episode, and so here it is. It's it's out. I know God is the advocate of our souls, that He sent Jesus to to be the advocate of our souls. You know, they God, the Holy Ghost, and Jesus are one in purpose. Not I don't believe they're one in form. I don't believe in the Trinity. Members of the Church of Jesus Christ of latter Saints don't believe in the Trinity. But yeah, like the Lord is aware of your struggle. He's aware of your need, like your greatest need, like your most, I don't know, like I've just been so raw with my prayers with God more than I have been in a long time with some things. And I just like, this is literally what I'm feeling. This is literally what I'm struggling with. And this is what I'm feeling or thinking, whatever. And he's able to, he's able to help you out with that. He is. And he he just loves you so much. And he doesn't, he doesn't uh, bring any of that stuff back to mind to, uh, to hurt you or anything like that. He's always seeking to lift you and guide you to new heights and to help you learn from your previous mistakes. But he always sees you as his precious child. So yeah, I'll just share this testimony again. I know that the Savior of all mankind, Jesus Christ, can lift you up in your greatest need. That You can look to him in your greatest need and moment of greatest temptation that he can lift you up and help you to see yourself more as he sees you. And that can be a transformative testimony building experience and that he's able to succor those who are tempted. And I say that in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. He is the Savior and Redeemer of the world. He is. So, yeah, hope this is helpful. <laughs> Remember to pick up the flecks of gold and hold on to those tender mercies too, man, because some of those... We don't know how long those stick around, especially like specific people. So just enjoy those. Write those down. Write those down. I, I hadn't written in my journal like mostly this week, which is kind of super abnormal for me. But I felt so prompted, and it's so weird because I never—I don't know if I've ever felt so prompted to write in my journal, like in a long time, if ever. You know, it's just like you need to write this stuff down. So I did. <laughs> it's like these are tender mercies. These are these are beautiful gardens you can walk around that you can hang out in whenever you want. These are beautiful, clean waters you can dive into whenever you want. And you can get swallowed up in these things. You know, like Lehi talked about being swallowed up in other things so he didn't see the filthiness of the water. Like, this is that kind of stuff. This is the beautiful, good stuff. Like, the Lord is building on this. And this is one, a big part of my joy right now is I know each day he's helping me grow. And so I have all these beautiful memories are just stacking. And so it's just it's so good. It just keeps getting better. So yeah, we we went a little longer, but God is good. He loves us. He has a plan. And Jesus is the light and the life of the world. In him, there is no darkness. And I guess I'll say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes. Yes. I know that is true. Remember to pick up flux of gold because the flux of gold will shine for you today, tomorrow, and forever.